pilot episode yeah. of From the Red Room. Uh, today, uh, I am graced with three of my very favorite ladies in the whole wide world. We've got, uh, let's, why don't we go around the room and you guys just let, let us know who you are. Yar. I'm Natalie. <laughs> and next to Natalie, we have my youngest sister. Michaela. What's up? And then the, the most awesome sister is Becca. Debatable. <laughs> So, anyways, we're very glad to have everyone here tonight. It's a lot of fun. Um, I don't think there are quite enough beverages around, but enough to get us started. So, uh, first of all, I want to ask you guys, like, what were your thoughts uh, when I told you I was toying with the idea of doing a podcast? I mean, I don't, do you even remember me mentioning like, it to you? it's about time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How many times do we do our own, like, comedy show when we're trying to jam and we just it just turns into a comedy Whenever show? Whenever we jam, it is a comedy show. It's really <laughs> fun. Like, when we sit and play songs, it just becomes silly. That's true. And how about you? Uh, I thought it was awesome. I, I remember seeing that video of you in Hawaii, like, up in the loft of the that... What's, what is it? The cottage? Yeah. You're making like your own little video. Really? I've never like, even seen that. I think, I think <laughs> yeah. it's you and like one of your friends. Oh, you're man. like showing all of your like posters and all the like metal music you're into. And like, so I'm not surprised at all that you're doing this. That's funny. I don't even remember that at all. But um, I, today it came to mind. I know Rebecca's definitely heard it. I don't know if you've ever heard the, the little tape of... Um, this is me and Becca. And Lincoln, like, hits the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you so. You hear me cry after that? Yeah. <laughs> me and Becca. And then you hear me cry. Yeah. Um, but, like, Scott Gerardo and I in Hawaii used to... Do you remember Joke? J-O-K-E? Um, we had a little radio show we recorded <laughs> on cassette tapes that I had completely forgotten. And I think I, I, think I remember that the acronym meant something. <laughs> but I, I don't remember what it was like. Because uh, we're old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't remember. Don't remember shit. what it said. But it it, does, it was, uh, I think, kind of written in the stars. It was a, it, something like that was bound to happen, you know, especially when it came to like performance and things. You've heard the song, the I Can Do It If I Try song. Yes. Yeah. I can do it if I try. I can do it again and again and again and yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Was, this was Mom has told us that it, over like and over. Five years old. Yeah. Or me, I guess I've heard it over and over and over. You've just heard the, the story. story. You've never yeah. heard the actual or tape. Like, there is like a long period of time where you're just going one, two, three, <laughs> contact. <laughs> <laughs> That's from. There was actually a over show. Over and over. I know. Okay. Well, I don't know if you knew. Yeah, you're you're doing some advertising for him. Anyway, so this is really exciting for me because. Uh, it's very rare that I have the opportunity to really like share with the people I love, like how much I love them. So that's part of what this whole thing really was about for me. So I'm glad we're doing it. I don't want to hear cool stories and record some of these experiences we've had together and be able to, you know, keep them forever and ever and ever. Yay. <laughs> that might be a bad thing. It's yeah. a good thing or a bad thing. It's a good thing. Depending on what comes out of my mouth. Well. <laughs> I just never know. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. That'll be that much more. <laughs> that's much more entertaining, um, and that's probably why I'm feeding you guys drinks. <laughs> Becca says that I don't have a, a nice enough filter, so I've been trying to work on it. A nice enough filter? Uh, yeah. She she has no filter. It's like she doesn't think about what she says. I just I'm really <laughs> honest with people. I mean, I don't either, but mine just comes out funny. <laughs> hers comes out kind of <laughs> sometimes you just sit there awkwardly <laughs> and stare well, at her it's always funny to me I yeah. Mean. yeah you laugh at yourself more than other people laugh at you probably <laughs> that's okay that's one of my favorite what I entertain myself all the time yeah, yeah. That's one of her comments that always, it cracks me up because she mentions how much she cracks herself up. <laughs> That's how you know you're funny. If you, can't, if you can't entertain yourself, what company are you for anyone else? Exactly. Tell the truth. This is, this is a safe place. This is the, tru this is the truth zone. This is being recorded. <laughs> it is being recorded, but you're, if you're not going to tell me I'm the fine. truth, then what's the point? I was watching Game of Thrones and... That's fine. Chilling. <laughs> I finally finished. I'm up to date on Game of Thrones. Are you? Yes, I am. I am ready for the next season to begin. Although I think 
when it comes out, I'm going to to wait. I'm not going to watch any of the new episodes till the whole season's done. Do you know how agonizing it would be to have to wait now? Because I'm used yeah. to being able to watch like four or five episodes at a shot. It sucks. See, yeah. It's the worst. Yeah, Talking I'm not getting part like of that. Talking is like torture to watch episode at a time. Yeah, yeah I'm not interested in that. It's I'm not it's about torture. that life. If I can't binge on something, I don't want to do it at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, doesn't matter what it is. If I don't have enough for four or five, maybe six drinks, I'm not going to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> No more of this moderation. <laughs> moderation, moderation is for amateurs. Exactly. Like, yeah, moderation's for wimps, you know what I mean? No, I, I do know what you mean, but I I was really surprised how much I have enjoyed that show. Yeah. This close you, to jump off, jumping off out of my seat oh, yeah. at like some of those moments. You're, are you it's caught up? Yeah. And you're, both, you're caught yeah. up. Natalie hasn't watched it at all? I haven't watched it at all. You'll like it because there's lots of strong female characters. That's what everybody says. You're gonna love Daenerys. She is right. That's Stormborn. Khaleesi is the bomb, yo. I was saying from the first season, I was telling Justin, I'm like, you know who's? She was my favorite from the first season, but I feel like that's lame when you say that when she's like everyone's favorite now. You know what I mean? You're like, I liked her from the beginning. And nice. That's not even where I was going with that. I mean, go ahead and tell well, us I'm how much you like, have a crush on Khaleesi. Well, I'm saying, like, even if you didn't know anything about where her character is going to go, she's super hot, so. No, she of was just kind of badass. Like she was really, she just didn't take any crap. I mean, she tamed well, the, the wild stallion, Khal Drago. I mean, she wasn't Aquaman. a victim. From the very beginning, it was like she was sold off to this dude. You know, and it's like she was never a victim. Tell us, Natalie, what has kept you from either watching or in like diving into the books? The books are basically like a screenplay for the show. Because I was originally wanting to read them, and I haven't read them yet, and there's just too many books. There are too many books. (laughs) That's my girl. (laughs) Yeah, there are things that I think I'll like more that I want to read sooner. You have like a list all the time. Just watch it. Yeah. yeah. So just, just watch, watch it with it. me. But I'm thinking now, like maybe I'll watch it and that'll help me get into reading them because they're also giant. I watched it first and then I tried to read them, but it's really like word for word. It's hmm. like that's not what I understand. Not what I hear. Saying, well, I'm saying. Yeah, I hear. I it read after the first. Book, I read the first deviate. one. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. You yeah, you read the first book. one or you read the first page? I read chapter? like half of the first book. <laughs> So the first chapter. <laughs> I read the first chapter <laughs> of the first book, <laughs> uh, and I was like, "Well, I've already seen all this, so." Okay, it was fantastic. The book. Uh, I didn't read the books. Oh, okay. Um, I've I've thought about it, but I'm I'm gonna put it off until they're done with the show. I think. You know what I'm watching right now that I find like awesome. It's probably the best show I've seen in like a couple of years. I mean, besides the one that like every the ones everyone loves. Like, are you asking? You want me to guess? Or are you? Well, or are you gonna just tell me? Either. Santa guess. Clarita Diet. No, <laughs> that one was all right though. Like okay. I like Drew Barrymore. It was entertaining. I haven't seen it yet. I want. What are you watching? The zombie part of it is kind of like, like it's just very like comedic. It's not. Mm-hmm. I know it is, but it's like I don't know. Some it's yeah. Like, I have a hard time with uh, comedic zombie stuff, except yeah. for like jo- Shaun of the Dead is awesome, right. of course. But yeah. like the rest of the time, I'm like, mm, have you seen the Scout's Guide to the Zombie real. Apocalypse? Yeah. No, it's <laughs> awful. Oh. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks but yeah, that. what was oh the the one I'm watching is called Orphan Black. Oh, that, I was telling you yeah. guys about that. Yeah. I like I like it a lot. I'm on like the third season. There's like five I think so far, and it's really good. I don't know why more people don't know about it because like I love it a lot. Why? I like it a lot. <laughs> it's got like it's good mostly female it's characters and a female lead. It's got so the premise is this girl like a an orphan gets off the train at this train station and she sees this like businesswoman type looking lady who's about to kill herself and she turns around and they like meet they lock eye contact Mm -hmm. and it's like the same girl like they look exactly the same and then she jumps in front of the train so she's like in a bad place so she grabs her purse and assumes her identity 
Whoa. And then okay. And then she figures out like you know how they're connected and everything. They're clones. They're and twins separated at birth. You'll have to I watch it and find out. And find out. <laughs> that's a, That's what happened. Is maybe you came from an experiment. Yeah, you were a clone. Of an, of and mom and dad program. rescued you. <laughs> Someone rescued you. That's out a story of this right there. We should write that. Yeah. And like, oh, has it? Oh, really? What is so it? Is that a story? That's what we're talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is what happened. Uh, mom, mom's friend's dad, who delivered you, mm-hmm. was actually really like a CIA scientist. operative. Like a scientist. Well, not scientist. CIA operative, no. That's He'd be true. more like a, like a mad yeah. scientist kind yeah. of thing. He was a scientist. He worked okay. in his lab. For the CIA. Okay. He worked for this CIA company. Funded. Yeah, the CIA. Yeah, it was a CIA fund. That's why it's all so hush hush. That's why it's all yeah. kind of like you know, yeah. under the table, kind of exactly. quiet. Jane Smith. I'm Baby Boy Smith. Yeah. Dude, that's the title of the book right there. Jane. Yeah, I Jane. thought that's what Mom said. The lady's name was. Oh, I thought you were saying that's what his name was. I'm like, no. You know, no, I don't think. I don't think there's actually on the birth certificate itself. It does it says say Baby Boy Smith. Well, it doesn't yeah. have your mother's name on it. Mm-mm. No. No. It has mom's name on it. She's my mommy. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, you're. So it has mom and dad's so name on my birth certificate. No, wait. Here. I want to hear though. This hmm. is more important. I want to hear. So like when they took you home from the the hospital, the doctor he took you home right to his house. Well, that's a part of the story I never heard. No, that's interesting. Oh, mom you told, tell. told really? me that. Yeah. Could I guess as right? a quick as a as a quick like backstory. Hey, I'm adopted. <laughs> <laughs> and there's really all kinds of weird stories surrounding it and some right. unclear. I mean, this is the I mean, the 70s. So, I mean, obviously things are a little different where someone <laughs> can just call up and say, hey, do you want a baby? She and they can pick you up. Literally what happened. Yeah. They, they took me to home to the, the, to yeah, the yeah, Ivy's I house. Yeah. yeah. Mom said the doctor took you home. He's just like, oh, well, I'm just gonna take this baby till I find a home for him. No, he's like, I, I, I know someone who will want it, so I'm gonna take him. Someone home. wants this. Don't throw that out. I'm I, not done with that. I put an ad on Craigslist. <laughs> Holy crap! Somebody wants this baby. Yeah, that's wild. I never heard that part of the story. I forgot because, about that. Because, like, I heard. My, I know someone who was adopted, and they have their original birth certificate. But granted, they're from out of the country. And they weren't adopted till later, mm. but their birth certificate Foreigners. has their parent, their mother's name on it at least. No, nope. I've got on my birth certificate. It does say uh, mom and dad's name on it. Hmm. So I wonder. They just probably gave her gave you suicide. the way that I heard it is that they told mom and dad like obviously they knew Larry and Charlotte Ivy, mom and dad's friends. And Charlotte's father yeah. was the one who delivered me, but he knew that it was going to happen, that they knew ahead of time that there was this girl that wasn't going to be keeping the baby right. and that they then called up mom and dad. Hey, yo, we got an extra one. <laughs> we got this baby sitting around <laughs> Y'all want <here>. this? <laughs> and uh, uh, that's, that's where the story begins essentially for my, what I heard. Heard that, that that I was a spare. It, no, I just heard yeah that mom was like you teaching extra baby here, so. and that so they called and was like my dad. I I think Charlotte called or something and was like my dad just delivered this baby. Like, do you want it? Like like boom 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 like that. That's, real that wow. was always Come the image I had of it, but yeah. that might be incorrect. <laughs> yeah. See, this is where it would be great fun to have her in on this too, right? and then we could like make her a a, a caffeine free coke and right. Yeah. <laughs> and and get the real story, or oh at least hear God. some of it. <laughs> well, I have I'm such just, dreams of smoking weed with some. mom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. Um, I would love to hear that. Like, uh, like for example, oh. one of the inspirations for the podcast, and I and I wrote that in the thing was was Kevin Smith, and his mom. You know, he was raised Catholic and et cetera, et cetera, and very strict upbringing, upbringing, but he said he finally got his mom to smoke pot with him <laughs> and they did a podcast together. It was awesome. awesome. <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah. So that's, that's funny. Yeah. So anyways, without saying, yeah, I would just be interested to hear that story. The most romantic part of that story that I ever heard, which I'm sure is bullshit <laughs> was, uh, they were driving through the Canyon, Salt River Canyon and 
it was a full moon and dad told mom like oh i feel like tonight's special something special and that was huh. that was when i was born i've never heard that yeah i don't know it might have been just one of those stories dad told me or something <laughs> you know, he, 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 he could that. tell some stories he told me that he told you right that story where he was in Vietnam and he was in the helicopter and he said he was looking out at the propeller and that it, he had a vision he said the propeller turned into like a TV screen almost like I haven't a, heard this no yeah and he said he saw mom standing in a field holding you what you made that up no. <laughs> because either that or like the the story changed a little bit although maybe it was multiple things because i've read the letter to mom hmm. that was about a dream he had of her holding a, a curly-haired little boy oh yeah you i've know? heard that something yeah. like that mom yeah saying. yeah and he wrote he wrote me a letter from from the nom what? yeah and, or and it was really crazy and i mean i wasn't around yet but he was writing a letter to his, his future son. And it's, it's, I let mom keep it. She showed it to me once and asked me if I wanted it. And I wanted her to hold on to it. It was just recent. It was just right after we lost him. And I just, I couldn't hold on to it. But it was, it was rough. But wow. Awesome. But yeah, but she still has it. But she can get cool. it now. Did you hear that tape? I found a tape <clears throat> in the closet when I was helping mom clean out the closet, that hall closet by the bedrooms. Mm -hmm. And um, I found a tape that dad made in Vietnam. And you said, said it didn't sound mom, like him? No, it doesn't sound anything like really? him. But he's just so, he's so poetic the way he spoke and, huh. you know, yeah. just so romantic and. Charmer, that guy. Yeah, he <laughs> was quite a, quite a heart. Quite we, we were just wordsmith. talking. Wordsmith. Yeah. We were just talking the other day about when. Uh, I was you were reminding me about his singing, you mm -hmm. know, and I was talking to her about Edelweiss, mm -hmm. you know, and then we started singing it like dad would <laughs> sing it. <laughs> he definitely had a way of delivering it. I I had forgotten about Edelweiss until you said it. Really? Yeah, but uh, I just remember him singing that when she was a little baby and whatever he would sing when she was a baby, she would start Screaming! <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that at all. You start crying instantly because it like was scary, probably. Which one, the Edelweiss? I don't know how you don't know Edelweiss. Edelweiss. Every morning you could meet me, strong and. <laughs> that's 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 anyway. happy to meet yes. me. That's his well, like. That's it from. It's from Sound of Music. Oh. Watch a movie, why don't you, Natalie? Just you know what's great about that about him and and like musicals is because now in later years, like pop culture has taught us that those that men who are into musicals are a little bit swishy, <laughs> but. I, dad was such a weird mixture. You would never of, like, find a more manly man than dad. Manly. Oh no, absolutely. Like, it was he'd get it, tears in his eyes. Like, like I think Uncle Jimmy said that to me once. He's like, you know, your dad was so sensitive. He could just, you know, get tears in his eyes from picking a flower or something. <laughs> yeah. But, but also, like, you know, the most manly. Like yeah. toughest dude around. Yeah. You know? We also saw him like knock out a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> All the Vietnam veterans. Uh, Seeing him beam with pride. Tears, <laughs> knocking is... people out and stuff. Do you guys remember when that person was following you through the canyon or something? And I don't know if you guys even were aware of that happening, but she always told me that story of like dad and how like. She always felt protected by him and how he would always protect his mm -hmm. family, you know, that I guess some people were following them. I don't know. It's not been through the canyon or else. Could have been. I don't know. Go on. What's the story? He, They were following and, and made it everybody uncomfortable or maybe just dad and mom. Mm -hmm. And I think it was some like teenage, if not teenagers, like older boys, you know, mm -hmm. and he, mom said he just got out of the car and went around to the back and got his pistol from the back and just put it at his side where they could clearly see he had it yeah. and got back in the front. Are and you that, thinking of when they were at the Gila, Gila River? Maybe. I don't know. I just Camping know that somebody was mom. following you guys, mm -hmm. the, all of you. And I think it was dad had walked down. They were camping at the Gila River, and 
dad had like walked somewhere he was like hiking or something and mom was alone with us or and um some guys came up and were making her uncomfortable oh. or something like that i think that's what it was but about. she said they were or she said they were following them in the car and that he pulled over mm-hmm. and that they pulled over with him like behind him. That does then, sound familiar, and I don't know whether it's because I've heard the story or whether I I, I do remember that. Yeah. But he he uh, had his stuff on him so often it was it's pretty standard. Like yeah. I like I know you guys have heard that story about our adventure to Ozzy. Yes. And stuff like that was one of my favorite stories <laughs> yeah, of all time. You got to tell that story. That uh, we well, um, I was sixteen and had never seen a live show in my life. And that summer, I was lucky enough to go to Metallica and Ozzy, uh-huh. and he took me to both. They bought they bought me the tickets for those shows, uh-huh. and we were driving down to uh, Phoenix to in the go, Crown Vic in the Crown Vic, yeah, <laughs> that old beat up old Crown Vic, uh, driving down to Ozzy. He's right behind Michaela. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're driving down to Ozzy, and the the thing just explodes in black smoke on the freeway, uh-huh. like just billowing out of the hood of the car so we, we pulled over we climbed down off the freeway like we actually went over the side and down this <laughs> ramp and down into the street caught a cab to the airport where we caught another cab to our show to my show um, the show the aussie show that i waited forever to. at first i was just the only thing that came to mind was like oh my god i'm gonna miss wasn't gonna it miss aussie it wasn't an actual no. Ausfest. it was okay. aussie osborne yeah and we got in the cab and we jumped in the cab and immediately the cabbie took us down a one way going the wrong way. Oh my gosh. So it was just like, what <laughs> was a nightmare? And I'm just looking at his little uh, ID on the cabin, and he was from some Slavic country someplace. He was brand new to the country, and I, I just really didn't believe we were going to get to go, and I was going to miss this show. But Dad was very determined. We got to the show. It was, yeah, right? Like, uh, what? Like, he snapped pretty easy. He didn't put up <laughs> right. with any shit at all. Like, if something's not going right, he's like, okay, we're done. Right. We're packing it up, we're heading home. Um, but we got to the uh, Desert Sky Pavilion, which is what it was called at the time. And we got in line. We're waiting, waiting, waiting. We finally got up to about where they're taking tickets. And uh, we had all our bags with us because we didn't want to leave them in the car, like just sitting on the freeway. And we got up to the ticket uh, area. And uh, there's, of course, police there and, and security. And he flags them down. And he's like, you know, waves them over to us. And, you know, there's all these tough metal dudes in line. And he always loved to point out the fact that there was a guy with like a three foot mohawk. You know, he's like I that mean, guy. Me was, a green mohawk. was it green? Yeah. Was it green? Yeah, probably. He's good at hair color. Big green mohawk. <laughs> Big green mohawk. And he pulled the cop over to him. He's like, hey, we broke down. Um, but I wanted to let you know I have I have my guns with me. You know, they're in the bag and I've got guns. And the police officer was like, oh, no, it's okay. No worries. I, I always, whenever I go anywhere with my family, I've always got my stuff with me. <laughs> and so dad was like, but just, nowadays, like, oh, my gosh. Like, right now? Like, yeah, if that happened, they would flip out. Yeah. yeah. He'd probably uh, get, like, slammed to the ground or yeah. something if you told a cop you have a gun. But he didn't, like, it's not like he pulled the gun out. Right. It was just like everything was in the bag contained. And he just let, he was just letting them know. And the police officer was way cool about it. I was, again, one more thing. I was horrified it was going to keep me from seeing Ozzy. <laughs> because I'm 16 and I only care about myself. Yeah. And uh, he he got, he's like, well, just show me that they're not loaded and we'll lock them up in the security booth. And he reaches in, he pulls out the guns. And like the crowd is like, you can just hear him like, he's got a gun. He's got a gun. <laughs> Dad says he turns around, just like locks eyes with green mohawk guy. And his eyes are just big as saucers. You know, he can't believe what he's seeing. Um, but then they let us go in. And I just, I, again, it's that, that whole sense of safety. Like the whole, I was like, I'm with the guy that's got the guns. Right. Don't, don't mess with me. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, what a what a great show. I mean, he came in and out. Like, I'm imagining probably calling mom and checking in. He came in and out of the show the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. But um, he was didn't, it that he just one let or Metallica enjoy. where he said he was just sitting in his chair eating popcorn? The whole Metallica, day. he was eating popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the one where my ears were so blown, where I couldn't hear so badly at the end that I I was so scared they'd never let me go to another show again. I just nodded the rest of the night. Like when he'd be oh talking to me, oh, I could hear no words, nothing out I of his mouth. I remember him saying, he's like, I enjoyed it. It was a little too loud. But <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. I remember uh, there's the song Creeping Death. We're at Metallica and I'm in the chair and I'm chanting, die, die, <laughs> die. And I look over at my dad. I look over at 
And I know he's wondering what is going on. Why have I brought my son to this? But yeah, they never they never gave me uh, too much of a hard time about that stuff. But it was yeah, really cool. I got lucky. You did ruin it for the rest of the Yeah, I know. So. <laughs> You're very welcome. That's what, yeah. I, that's what I was there for. The rules were much more relaxed for you. Because I was a secret baby. Secret, secret, secret baby. clone baby. Yeah. You, you can't push. Yeah, you were the miracle. The miracle child. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. That's why there was like millions of like adorable professional photos of you. And then the right. rest of just like, <laughs> At least you guys got to match in photos. Oh, my God. You guys all wore blue and I wore brown. I know. <laughs> it's, it's a compliment, your skin tone. Yeah. It's, not, it's not for bad reasons at all. Yeah. Maybe they won't notice there's another child in the picture. Maybe they won't see him. <laughs> <laughs> Camouflage. Uh, it was a long time before I realized I was brown. <laughs> it was many years later. I remember you and like Scott and what was the other dude's name? that? We're really not good with married your chronological order, yeah. by the way. Nikki or Dustin? Dustin, yeah. yeah he, he didn't marry Nikki. Dustin or whatever, you know. Uh, you guys would play like guess Mitchell's nationality. <laughs> <laughs> that still happens. We were in Vegas and I came down from, I was getting Natalie and our friend uh, Stacy. I think I was just buying like waters and Advils and, yeah, you know, like, usual like morning, morning after, after Vegas <laughs> survival like tactics or supplies. Muffins. And muffins, yeah. <laughs> and I stopped at the very, this is no joke, this I walked up to the lady at the counter, the little, uh, you know, kiosk that sells all that crap. And the first words out of her mouth, she looks at me. She's like, what are you? What? <laughs> yeah. Really? I was like, uh, drunk. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't. I didn't say that. It would have been funnier if I had. What did you say? I don't even remember what I said. I was too tired. and You're I was just like, like What? W? Excuse me, what? What do you get? Do you ever get that? Asked what you are. I Everyone always thinks I'm Russian. Really? Yeah. Really? Everybody asks me what I am, and I, it's like I get, I get like, Mexican. I get, um, what is it that I told you I get all the time? No, Libyan or something. Yeah, it's oh, like. Oh, I could see some Middle Eastern like, business yeah, there. Yeah, Middle sure. Eastern people mm. guess a lot. Like a light olive skin kind uh -huh. of thing going on. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys, you guys do have the Mexican thing going on, and, and Apache. Dad always yeah. loved it. He loved to talk uh, about the Apache thing. It's debatable. It's we debatable. Don't know what's going on? There. Well, whatever. Yeah, yeah, according to Uncle Bob and Uncle Michael, the Apache thing is not real. Okay, well, whatever it is, you guys got it going. We on. should all get. You got DNA a little bit of brown, test, right? I don't do that. No, I'm not part of that. No, me and Becca database. bones. Oh yeah. Boom. Listen, I'm not making it easier for those. If they want your DNA, they'll get it. It's not like it's hard for them. It's actually pretty true. I give blood, uh, and every year I get a like a blood test at my conference to you know make sure I'm not dead yet. And yeah, yeah they oh, if they yeah, want to get DNA is in the oh yeah, they've buddy. got it. If you ever murder someone and leave a hair behind, you're getting caught instantly. Yeah. Not me though. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Did you science. get like? Oh yay, science! <laughs> what? Our little scientist. You've been to hospitals. They probably keep everybody's DNA. That's true. To yeah, you're done, you know too. They, they got if you. If you have your baby in a hospital, they automatically keep a DNA sample of your baby now. Well, there's they've no, been doing that no forever. That's what that's what your, uh, like, smallpox vaccination is. A DNA sample? Yeah, absolutely. Tracking <laughs> you. No, it's real. Well, they did it. Don't laugh. I watched the X-Files. That's exactly what happened. No, they actually, they've admitted that they did that in Iraq, that they had this whole fake genetic vaccinating tagging. thing and it was tagging? just to track the genetic relatives of a certain uh terrorist they were yeah. looking for fun stuff it was all fake yeah every once so in a while it crosses my mind like here, i'd like to know vaccinations that you know make you sick and oh my goodness is this where we're gonna go with it? No, I mean, we can. We can on a, a different podcast. That's for an, yeah. okay. this is just the intro. Let's have fun and tell stories that have no chronological <laughs> order story. and jump back and forth between stories, yeah. just as if it was the uh, leaf on the wind. I think we should tell a Nana story. Oh, uh, we were talking about <laughs> Nana the other day. Do you, were you? At What's the, the first Nana story that comes to mind? The first Nana story. The one for me is when we were. At you know, we used to have Thanksgiving at her house all the time. All of us would be over there. And there was always football afterwards, so we'd all, like, 
veg out in front of the TV and, you know, be in our half-food comas and watching football. Me not watching football as much as just, you know, being in a food coma. But Yeah. So we're all laying around Nana's living room, and it's just dead quiet. We're all just, you know, half asleep. And all of a sudden, everyone's just getting hit in the head with something. And we look over, and Nana has a bag of mini marshmallows. <laughs> and she's throwing them at everybody, yelling at them, like, Get up, you you boring people. She's like, <laughs> she's like saying how, uh, you know, how boring, what losers we are for just laying around. For crashing out after yeah. Thanksgiving. And she just I was already threw, gone threw for that. marshmallows in her, all over <laughs> in her living room, you know, and just didn't even care, which is funny because how, what a clean freak oh, she was. Oh, she know? was a clean freak. But she was also such a weirdo that she was she, able to do things like that. She once threw a piece of cinnamon toast at me, a whole, like, a whole slice of bread at me, <laughs> cinnamon toast. For what? I don't know. I don't, we were talking and uh, teasing each other, you know, and... She was like, I will throw this at you. And I was like, no, you won't. Bring cinnamon toast, you know, because I didn't think Did that actually come out of your mouth? No, you won't? Yeah, yeah. it did. No, you won't. And Nana and she was like, yes, I will. She threw it straight at me. That's funny. Yeah. Somehow, like, yeah, yeah. some teeth pop all the time. And, like, you get all pissed. Yeah. I never saw that. We love to Neither. play cards. Nana loved to play cards and... And she had a temper, you know, so if she was very invested in a game and she lost, she would throw the cards. Or if she just wanted to be funny, you know, it was one yeah. or the other. It was probably a mixture of both most of the time. And so Papa hated when we threw the cards. He would always get annoyed because he's trying to, like, watch his, his TV show, his basketball or his Western or whatever. And... So we, she threw the cards, and he got annoyed, you know, a little bit. And it's like, the it more annoyed, her on. yeah, it just egged her on. So she got another deck out and threw it all over the place, you know. And then another deck, and this one went on to him, onto she his chair. All over Papa. Yeah. So, so then he's like, ah, gets all annoyed and gets up, and you know, but it takes a lot for Papa to get up out of his yeah. chair and leave the room. <laughs> He had enough that time, though. He was like, I'm not taking it anymore. I'm going out. I'm, I'm going to listen to the radio. So he, he walked outside and got in his pickup and listened to the AM radio. <laughs> he just sat in his pickup listening to the radio. That's Remember awesome. one time Nana driving Papa's truck? The whole time. And she's like, she's like, I think I smell smoke. This thing's not used to going over 25 miles an hour. <laughs> Remember how she'd always give him shit for driving so slow? Yeah. yeah. He was very, very, very calm, very even-tempered man. Like absolutely, very, very hard to rattle, except obviously by his wife. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Remember that time? Remember when she got her? um, Was it like a Mercury or whatever that was? That gray car that she had? No, it was a Buick Century or Mercury Buick though. It was a Buick. Um, What about it? She was a drag racer. Anyways, (laughs) I remember she got that car brand new. For real. And I remember her making you drive it. I don't remember that. Go yeah. on. <laughs> and she's like, we're going up that hill on the way to the fairgrounds, you know, like yeah. past the cemetery. And she's trying to, like, force you to go faster. She's yelling at you, telling you. <laughs> she's like, you won't believe how fast it can go from here. <laughs> 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 trying oh. to make, get you to go 60 down that road. And you're like, Nana, no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Mom used to tell me that the cops would just like let her go. Like, well, yeah. We would get pulled oh, over she was a all the time, dating. and there'd be like a whole car full of kids just like standing in the seats. Yeah. And um, we'd get pulled over, and they'd be like, "Oh, hi, Don." <laughs> and I'd just be <laughs> like, "You need to slow problem. down." You know? Eight, nine grandkids yeah. all crammed into the uh, the Buick. Got to go fast. Did you oh. read um, the book that Uncle Kim wrote? He wrote like a little book about his childhood and stuff no. um, but but keep that thought in mind i just have to share yeah. my nana story Go for it. that well because the the night before we were moving to hawaii we're about to drive down to phoenix i mean we're not actually moving the very next day but we we stayed because we'd already moved out of our house 
and we packed up everything and we stayed at Nana's house because Nana's house is like the hub of all things. The hub <laughs> of life is at Nana's house. And so we were staying there and we stayed downstairs and you, you remember that I used to go to like the unnecessary necessities yeah, and buy like magic tricks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I loved magic tricks and uh, practical jokes and things like that. And what's sad is uh, I we'd had a big yard sale because we're leaving town and I'd sold a bunch of Star Wars toys, which now would probably pay for my retirement. <laughs> but I sold it all and bought a bunch of stupid crap from unnecessary necessities, <laughs> including invisible ink or disappearing ink. Uh-huh. And Nana had just carpeted the house and the downstairs like when i grew up like the downstairs had no carpet the stairs going downstairs had no carpet so brand new carpeting and so i had woken up before anyone else woke up and i took my disappearing ink and i dribbled it all down the stairs and from the front of like up in the top living room down and i had dribbled it down near lincoln (laughs) and i put it all around his sleeping bag (laughs) because i was trying to frame him Anyway, Nana woke up early. She caught me doing it, and she saw the blue, bright, bright blue ink all over her brand new kind of mauve carpeting, and it was the first and last and only time I ever heard her swear. Like, I don't know if you guys did, but she was like, son of a bitch. (laughs) It was so awesome. And I was like, and she, I've never seen her move so fast or with such intensity. She grabbed cloths and she was trying to wipe it all up. I mean, as soon as you touched it, it would like pretty much disappear. There was no evidence of it whatsoever. But yeah, that was, oh, I was so scared. Because then for like a moment, well, I did. I tried to tell her as she was doing it, but I thought for a moment, like, oh my gosh, what if it doesn't disappear? I think I didn't check it first anywhere. I was like, you know, nine years old. Just thought it was funny to frame my brother. (laughs) You know, he deserved it, I'm sure. Yeah, probably did. <laughs> so, yeah, what were you saying? I'm sorry. Um, I don't remember. You're talking about Kim. Uncle Kim's book. Oh, yeah, and he told yeah, a story thanks, there. Natalie. I know. Good. So he told like a story hear. about how Nana and Papa used to sell milk. Yeah. They had milk cows, and, um, you know, so Nana would, like, package it all up and j- deliver bottles of milk around town, but she... Always, I don't know if she was babysitting at the time or it was when they first got married. So I think she was 19 when they got married, right? Nana? Nana? Yeah. Yeah. Nana, yeah. yeah. Um, right? And uh, so she was babysitting or something, I don't know. And she, he said she would have like a whole car full of kids and she would just be speeding around. They had this station wagon. <laughs> And he said, like, you would just be, like, flying from one side of the car to the other. He said, there's just all these kids just sliding on the seat all over the place. And Nana just driving crazy and going to deliver this milk. I think Natalie really would have liked Nana. Like, she was, like, she is definitely, everyone did, everyone does, yeah, but kind of ahead of her time. Like, what a, what a strong woman. Yeah. You know, really didn't She broke her leg one time. She She stepped in a hole. She stepped out on back the ranch and broke her leg, her femur, <laughs> and just had Papa put her in the back of the pickup and drove into town. <laughs> and uh, they, he like she didn't cry or anything. They drove back into town and then they put her on a saddle in the back of the pickup and drove her to Round Valley to the hospital. And while she was in the back of the pickup, she set her own leg. Jeez, on the way to the, man. to the hospital. And, uh, I don't know if it was at her funeral. I think it was at her funeral, but the bishop was talking about how back then he was driving out toward, was it Egypt where? They did it? Yeah. I think so. He was driving out towards, you know, out, uh, I mean. Out east. Out east, yeah. And um, while Nana and Papa were coming back in and he said his thought, he saw Nana riding in the back of the pickup. And he was like, oh, no, Verl's in trouble. <laughs> he thought Anna was pissed at Papa. <laughs> and that's why she's in the back. Yeah. God, I don't want to ride with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man. But, yeah, what a strong lady, you know. Yeah. All the pain she's she She's a leg wrestle us, too, like, as 
I mean, she was. Yeah, I always you know, heard that. In she, her late 60s. The in Indian leg, leg wrestling? Leg, yeah, leg wrestle her grandchildren and win most of the time, yeah. too. She used to say that to me all the time, you know, like, want to leg wrestle? <laughs> I'll, I'll beat you. <laughs> she I'll beat you. Too. Bring it on. Crazy. Let's go. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Have you ever seen leg, Indian leg wrestling? No. We can no. be completely on PC here, by the way. Not to mention, odds are I'm, I'm probably yeah. native too. So yeah, probably. You can say Indian. I can say Indian. I can say Indian. Whatever. Red man. Whatever. What did you say? Un PC. Yeah, I don't. We don't believe okay. in politically. When you're in these walls, when you're here broadcasting from the red room, there is no PC. Oh. There is only laughing at PC because it's all about intent of the heart. Yes. You know, I mean, come on, let's be honest. But anyways, yes, have you seen engine leg wrestling? No. Leg wrestling? Oh. Yeah, I'll have to show you. Or one of these guys can leg wrestle you. Yeah, we'll leg wrestle. And then Although, we'll leg wrestle you. I think Natalie <laughs> could take you. I think she could take anybody here. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know about that. Uh. <laughs> even, I'm pretty good at that. Even unexperienced. You know what's funny? You know what's I'm funny? Because you and I can have these conversations, and I'm, I'm totally comfortable, and I'm good right now. But you can tell it makes the little one uncomfortable. <laughs> the little she's one is not. Because we're both in debate, that's why. And she's like, really, she's not like used to that kind of like confrontational discussion. Yeah. When then when it's over, we can be like, oh yeah. And then did you th- hear about this? Yeah. So it's yeah, it's okay. I'm it's okay. I still love my sister. It's okay. Around. It's okay. I still love her. Because you guys were all you all abandoned me. Nobody abandoned <laughs> my whole you. Life. That's another. Podcast I grew up too. an only child. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. Everybody. <laughs> this is the world. Oh. Hello, world. This is Michaela. I was abandoned as a child. <laughs> no, All no. I had were my two parents. And my toys. My Star Wars toys, my toys that my oldest brother sent me <laughs> for Christmas every year on my birthday. Nobody loved me except I came down to, to Tucson and made sure that, you know, I, I got to go to... Chuck E. Cheese and my brother always made sure he, I had lots of games to play. And oh, snap. Like, it's true. You're yeah. It's true. They <laughs> they spoiled me with gifts since they couldn't give me their time. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or abandoned you know little you know, orphan. Alan Rickman said, he said that the most valuable gift you can give up someone is your time. You know. True. That is true. That's, That's why I, mean, I always felt fail. so lonely. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's, we could, no we, one gave me their time. Oh my gosh! <laughs> some people have jobs. No, <laughs> not some people. Not, not you. But some job. people. You have a job now. <laughs> I've always had a job. Uh, I've had saying, a job since I was like seventeen. Okay. We well, need that cricket noise to come on. I'll, I'll make sure to look up some. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get some sound for next no, time. that sure. is gonna be dumb. There will be you just no need like effects. the basic ones, like the cricket noise. <laughs> just that one. Just that one alone. That's gonna. <laughs> Every time there's a pause. So anyway, <clears throat> let's bring it bring it back around <laughs> to to uh, like and give it a little bit of a focus here. So, um, living down here in Tucson. It's great to have both of you guys here um, and have our family kind of close. We grew up with family uh, all around us, except for this one over here. Apparently, grew up as an only child. Yeah, and an it makes us sad. No you know, well, that's actually, well, there's a, that's a discussion to have, you know, at another time maybe, or even now, whatever you want. Like, that's a, a completely different dynamic. And I know that you grew up with a different, you, even Nana and Papa and every everything, yeah, everyone was very, everybody was different. Was different by the yeah. time you came around. Um, for the audience, um, I'm 17 years older than you. 18, 18. years older. Just I'm near 18 years. I remember when you were being born. I was making my uh, posters for my campaign uh, for student body president. Really? Yeah, and that's when I got uh, the we got the call. Because he'll drink the bong water. Yeah, that poster actually happened. <laughs> so crazy! Like they would never let that happen. By the time I got to high school, how did that? How did that happen? Did they not know <laughs> what the bong water was? Probably, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I I don't even understand. Well, you know, my my campaign team was basically my band, so <laughs> yeah, the weird stuff ended up on those posters. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a, a whole different topic because while yeah. we are family, we grew up with very different family dynamics, and you know it's it's really it's really interesting to me. Because yeah, we were almost more like parents really than siblings. Really. Yeah, not yeah. Yeah, well, I don't saying. know about that. I mean, or like aunts and uncles. Yeah, mm-hmm. more than parent maybe. Um, 
maybe I don't know I, I, I just feel like I was a, a cool older brother you know, <laughs> who had cool video games to play at his house when he came to visit and things like that you know yeah and then, it was weird it wasn't, yeah, it, wasn't it definitely wasn't like siblings like everyone else explains their siblings really you know and and even still like these times when I come over here with you guys are still like I don't even know how to put it like shocking to me almost it's like it's like getting a taste of what it's like to have siblings you know because I still it's not that way for me like just being around you guys and hearing you guys talk and us all talk to each other that dynamic is not what I'm used to at all you know so and especially now as an adult you know because as a child the way everybody dealt with me was different you know and so yeah it's, it's not like your typical like just fighting and right you know what yeah I mean? it's not like bashing each other's faces in and stuff with yeah you know, well what? You didn't have Lincoln as an older brother. You were Lincoln was your younger brother, so you might not have got bashed in the face. No, for most of my life with Lincoln, I was the the bigger, stronger one. You were the one doing <laughs> yeah. the bashing. Yeah, I was doing the bashing. Yeah. At one point, and um, hopefully he won't hear this podcast, but he may someday. Who knows? Or I'll just edit this out. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, I told him like, if you can ever beat me arm wrestling, I'll give you anything I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna arm wrestle him. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> It's so funny because yeah. he really didn't even get big until it's true. Like you look at like late mid to late twenties, no thirties. Well, yeah, he was in his thirties before oh, yeah, he got like all true. ridiculous when like he that. Started playing football. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. like if you look at his uh, like wedding photos and stuff like that, I he's know. still kind of like a, a wimp and a weenie. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we understand that everyone loves you. Yeah. You know, okay. Good. Good. No, I do. I'm okay. just. It was just very different. Yeah. It was. And it's strange to have siblings and have everyone, you know, like, talk about it like you have them, but then you don't really feel like you have them, really. You know what I mean? So, mm. it was it was strange, because I wasn't an only child, but I didn't have siblings either. Well, like, remember you when know? you used to come stay with me and John and Snowflake all the time? You'd come, like, every weekend yeah. from college, and st she'd stay with us there. Yeah. yeah. And, um... And I remember, like, telling someone, like, my sister's coming, you know? And at the same time, and I remember thinking, like, we were both thinking that that same weekend. Like, you came over and you were like, I was telling someone about, you know, going to hang out with my sister. And, like, that was the first time we really got to know each yeah. other, you know? And it was, like, it was, like, the first time actually having a sister, you know? Mm -hmm. I almost thought of her most of my life. Uh, you were, like, more like my child almost than, you yeah. know? Because I took care of you all the time. You were always with me. Yeah. Bobby actually commented on that. How I think he saw a picture of you or us or something. He was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that's Michaela. And he told me to tell you hi. Aww. But, like, you were with us all the time. Yeah, I loved Bobby. I remember you guys always. He was always I with so you. wish we had a recording of Bobby was doing, like, power chords and she was just making up this song to it and jamming out and she's like it was like a metal version of like old mcdonald almost <laughs> and she was like and the chicken says bok 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 and like i mean just like all these different animals but in like metal form. it was so cool and you had to have been maybe like four or five you tell, know? tell the cop story Oh, yeah. yeah. So one time, so we used to tell Michaela all the time, because remember, she was never in a car seat, ever. She'd no. just be, like, standing in the seat next to us. Yeah, small time. And we'd always, I know, we'd always no tell her time. to, like, get down. We'd try, to, we'd try to make her sit down, at least, you know? And we'd be like, if you don't sit down, the police are going to take mom away, you know? <laughs> and so that probably shaped your, your views, you know, yeah, at that time. among other things. But one time, she, remember, she used to, like, stand on the seat with her arm. <laughs> she used to stand up and have her arm just, like, rested, just, like, all gangsta. And uh, one time, a, a cop drove by. We were driving down Main Street in St. John's, and, and a cop passed us, and she's standing there like this, and she's like, I hate cops. <laughs> she was like three years old, maybe four. Thug life. <laughs> right, <that> way, yeah. <laughs> I hate cops. <laughs> and I was telling her one time when she first started school, 
it was like your <clears> first <throat> week or something and I was like so how are you like in school you know and she's like it's all right and I was like I mean, basically everything I asked her about, I'm like, what about this? And she's like, you know, she doesn't like it. She had some reason why she didn't like it. And then I was like, yeah, but you get to go to recess. That's fun, right? And she's like, yeah, it's fun, but I just don't like having to go to recess. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, man, yep, she's got the proctor genes. It's a Taurus, too, on top of it. Like, (laughs) (laughs) just stubborn. Don't like to be told what to do. That's what's made all of our lives difficult is, like, even if it's something we like, we don't like it if we feel like we have to do it. We're like, no, screw that. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah, exactly. What is your sign? Are you a Leo? a Virgo. You're a Virgo? I'm a Virgo. You have the same birthday as... Who? John. Anyways. <laughs> Sean who? Nobody. Sean nobody. Okay. What's that got to do with the price of rice in Nothing. China? Is that on PC? Can I say that? No. Oh, okay. I am a fire dragon. You're a fire dragon. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool? I'm that a sounds rooster. pretty dope. Like, of, of all, like, the Chinese, like, zodiacs to right? have, like, I think fire dragon close. sounds pretty badass. Yeah. Wait, so Virgo is a dragon? No, it's by your year. And 76 is a year. And then, like, when you're born in that year. and Well, but what's the Virgo? Like, well, that's just, like... The virgin. The, she's astro- the, astrology. Like, I know, like, I'm asking what, what is assigned to Virgo. Like, Taurus is a bull. What's it's a Virgo? Virgin. It's a virgin. It's a, it's, a, it's a lady. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> what? The, it's a lady lady. <laughs> like, so is it, like innocence or something like what's the like thing that's like makes it virgo is supposed to be like really happy and like innocent no it's supposed know. to be like organized and anal i think oh mm. <laughs> makes sense <laughs> <laughs> uh, i fit my sign though like exactly really? like if what's you look November? up a taurus December. it's like oh to a t me oh sagittarius Oh. The most philosophical of all the oh, signs. I think that's also the one that's most likely to be a serial killer. I read. <laughs> yeah. At least nobody here is a Pisces. That's the worst. Yeah. No. Yeah. My friend James is a Pisces. He's like a sweetheart. No. Pisces are like downtown? whiny little bitches. Is that downtown, James? <laughs> <laughs> downtown. <laughs> downtown. I'm gonna start calling her Downtown Becca. <laughs> <laughs> that's your name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna change your name and my phone and everything. <laughs> Sub DT. DTB. Yeah, DTB. All right. Anyway, so if no one else has any parting thoughts, this has been Natalie, Michaela, Becca, and Mitch. Thank you very much for listening. I think <laughs> that's the night. first time you Bye. said your name. Oh, really? Okay, well, maybe. His name is Mitch, by the way. Mitch Mitchell. Mitchell. (laughs) They used to call me Pudgels.